You're listening to the Life Coaching Secrets Podcast, episode number 20. Did you know that life coaches are needed now more than ever? I'm Frank Macri, founder of Thriving Coach Academy. I've trained over a thousand coaches and helped them launch their own successful coaching businesses. If you want to make an incredible income and impact as a coach and have a lot of fun doing it, I'll show you exactly how to get it done. This is Life Coaching Secrets. What's up, coaches? In this episode, I'm going to share with you a concept I have created called false authenticity. I'm going to break down what it really means to be authentic. I'm going to share some of the common thought errors that people have when it comes to understanding their authentic selves and how to overcome those so that you can be be the person that you are born to be. Now, before I dive in, I want to celebrate that we are on episode number 20. This is amazing. So if you've received any kind of value from this podcast, if you're enjoying listening, I would love it if you could leave us a five-star review on iTunes to let me know that you're loving these episodes and it will absolutely inspire me to keep them coming. Thank you so much in advance. It is my honor to be able to provide these episodes to you and get you inspired as you consider taking the plunge into starting your own life coaching career. Now, we just finished module two, which is our advanced coach training that our members in the academy experience about halfway through on their journey towards their coaching certification. And the coaches were on fire. The weekend was so much fun. It was so cool to see our coaches integrate our most advanced coaching tools and processes that we teach. And I just cannot wait to see where it leads them now that they have everything they need to really coach powerfully. So when our coaches finish up module two, I pose the question to them, what would you tell someone who is considering enrolling in Thriving Coach Academy? What words of wisdom would you share with someone who is considering our program? And I want to share with you a couple of couple of the responses that we got because I think they're so amazing. So someone shared, Thriving Coach Academy has given me the confidence to reach for higher and higher goals within my coaching business. The attention to detail in the trainings, requirements, and content that is available to, available to us is far beyond what I could have imagined. Frank and the team don't just shove people through the program as fast as possible and send them on their way. They are genuinely invested in creating master coaches, and for that, I have unending gratitude. Oh my gosh, I have all the feels when I hear that and read it back. (laughs) Someone else shared, this is a wonderful program. The skills you learn will be transformative to you both personally and on a professional level. You will not regret the investment in the program, whether you incorporate what you learn into your current role or go on to start your own coaching business. The value you get from TCA far exceeds the price tag. Life changing. That means so much. We are not a cheap program, so it is so amazing to hear that. And then we had one student share, Set all of your considerations aside and dive right in. There's so much value packed into this program. I've grown so much as a coach already, and it's only been two months. I've spent the same amount on much longer programs and have walked away with a fraction of what I've received from this program. Thank you, coaches, for sharing such kind words. I so appreciate that, and it is really my honor to to serve you on your journey. We do have another cycle of coach training that is kicking off very soon. So if you are a listener and you have not yet connected with our admissions team, 
I highly invite you to do so. I'm giving you the nudge. So go to www.thrivingcoachacademy.com. There you will be able to get started and watch our introductory coaching 101 training, which is your very first step. Then you book an admissions call with our team and we figure out exactly what your goals are and we invite you to join into the academy if we feel like we can support you. Okay, so false authenticity. I wanna share first where this concept came from. So years ago, when I first decided to become a coach and I had the, had the goal of also having my own coaching business, I was really held back. I wasn't taking action and every, everything that I was told to do to market my business felt very authentic. All the things that would require me to put myself out, out there as a coach, I never felt aligned with any of those things. And I also didn't feel inspired at all, inspired at all to take action. So I spent about a good year not marketing my coaching business at all because I was waiting for it to feel authentic and wonderful. And that never happened. And I realized I had all these silly rules at that time. One of those rules was it's really it's only authentic to really post about my coaching business once a week. Anything else is not really authentic. Or it's only authentic to ask someone one time if they want to hire me and it's not authentic to really follow up with them. So what I realized is I had everything backward, backwards. My whole idea of authenticity was flawed. So when I asked myself the question, who is the authentic me? Who am I really? I knew that the answer was simple. I'm a coach. That was clear. I am a coach. And therefore, any expression that honors that I'm a coach and shares that with others, that is authentic. Any any expression against that or causes me to hide my gift as a coach from others, that would be inauthentic. But my brain was convincing me of the opposite. So what I realized is that stepping from who you are, who you are right now in your life, when you step from who you are now to who you want to be, that is going to feel inauthentic and it's going to feel strange. That is normal for it to feel that way. But the end result, when you feel it and you do it anyway, the end result is that you get to show up to the world as fully you. So at this point in my career as a coach and a coach trainer, I've been able to mentor over a thousand coaches. And I've realized that this challenge that I went through when I got started is a challenge that most coaches experience. Your brain will trick you into labeling your growth and your evolution as inauthenticity. So whenever you elevate your life and you start showing up differently in the world, everything's going to feel inauthentic. Everything. But that doesn't mean that it actually is inauthentic. So it's kind of like trying on a new pair of shoes, right? When you find the perfect pair, they still feel awkward for the first few hours that you're walking in them. So you have to allow some time to break those shoes in. And whenever we grow in life, the same exact thing happens. All the actions that we take, it feels very foreign at first, but then it stops feeling, it doesn't feel weird as time goes on. And we realize that nothing was really inauthentic in the first place. So the wild thing is that as I started taking action when I was early in my coaching business, even though it felt inauthentic at first, when I started to confidently share myself as a coach, even though it felt inauthentic, 
what I realized is that the person that I was being before I became a coach was actually inauthentic all along. I was convinced that the person I had been for so long was just the person I should remain. But when I let that go, I was able to become the person that I always know I was born to be. Now it feels very authentic to call myself a coach and to run a business, to be a CEO. But at first, all of it felt very inauthentic. That didn't mean that it wasn't the life I was born to have. It just means that I was getting caught up in this idea of false authenticity. So how does this relate to you? What ha- I want to share what happens when you wait to do something only when you feel inspired or only when you feel authentic. When you end up, when you, when you decide to wait until you feel inspired or authentic, you end up waiting your whole life. You don't go anywhere. So think of it this way. If you're driving a car and this car takes you towards all of your dreams, it's bringing you towards your ideal life, authenticity is terrible gas to fuel the engine with. You do not want to fuel the engine that's taking you towards the life of your dreams with authentic, with what feels authentic in every moment. The life of your dreams does not run on authenticity. It runs on growth, risk, and bold actions. So being authentic and sharing yourself in a bigger way, it will feel uncomfortable at times. It will feel inauthentic, but feelings aren't facts. So just because it feels inauthentic doesn't mean you stop. It means you actually keep going. Now, I'm not telling you to live a lie. I'm not telling you to to live a lie at all. What I am saying and what I'm presenting is to challenge your idea and your experience of what you think authenticity to be. Because for many of you, your idea of authenticity is actually false. So your future self, I want you to think about this, like, when you think about being authentic, it's so important to know the reference point that you're making when you really think about what's authentic and what's not authentic. Your future self right now, the future you that's operating in the world, it's achieved all of your goals, it's living life to the fullest, your future self, that version of you is not authentic to your current self. Let that really sink in. Your future self right now, it's not authentic to your current self because it's living a whole different life. It's showing up in the world in a whole different way. Your future self is definitely not authentic to your past self as well. So the person that you've been in the past and the person that you want to be in the future, of course there's going to be an incongruency between those two versions of you. So of course, when you think about your future self, right, and compare it to your past self, it's going to be inauthentic. It's going to be very different. So it's so important to consider what reference point are you making when you really think about what's authentic and what's not authentic. Because if your reference point is your current or your past self, then any decisions that you make that bring you towards your future self, they will feel inauthentic. That's what I call false authenticity. But if your reference point is your future self, So any decisions you make that bring you closer to your future self right now, they're going to feel uncomfortable, but they will also feel authentic because you are bringing yourself closer to who you've always been meant to be. So you've got to realize in any moment when you're making a decision, what reference point 
are you looking at that decision from? Because if you're looking at the reference point of your past or your current self, any decision that allows you to grow is going to feel inauthentic. So the only act of real inauthenticity, when we really look at what is inauthentic, the only act of real inauthenticity is anything stopping you or holding you back from sharing your truth, from sharing your voice, or from sharing your gifts with the world. So the act of sharing your voice, your gifts, your message, whenever you can, that's always the most authentic thing you can do in the long haul. Okay, when you think about the long term, the big picture, whenever you're sharing your gifts, your message, or your voice, that is always authentic, even though it might feel inauthentic at first. So here's another way to understand this. If you were to tell the person that I was 10 years ago, that I would have the life I have now, running a multiple six-figure coaching business that's on the way to one its first million, traveling around the world, speaking, coaching executives, and even coaching an Emmy Award winner. If you were to tell the person I was 10 years ago that that would be my life, I would probably say, huh? That doesn't sound like me. That doesn't sound like it's authentic to who I am. And I would be right at the time. <laughs> it was not authentic at that time for me to be doing those things because of how I saw myself at that moment of my life. I saw myself as someone that was very shy, that was afraid, that was anxious, that was passive, and overall just would hide. So I had to start making decisions that challenged my false idea of authenticity in order for me to grow. Now, whenever we start to grow, it's, it's common that you might label your new behaviors and actions and decisions with negative labels. So you might label them as inauthentic. You might label this a new decision you're thinking of doing as, oh, it's just very aggressive or it's too much. But what I want you to think about is what if it's really not too much or not aggressive at all, or it's not even inauthentic, but what if the person that you were before was just kind of passive, afraid? What if the person that you've been has been playing small and you're just being invited to show up to your life in a bigger way? So anything that has you showing up more in the world and sharing your gifts, that's growth. Those are positive actions. You want to lean into those experiences and honor those decisions that allow you to do those things, even if it's uncomfortable. So you know what actually feels authentic in life when you think about it? The only thing that really feels authentic in life is everything that we've already done. But doing things that you've already done is just going to continue, continue to give you what you already have. So when it comes to you transforming your life, it requires that you look at yourself differently and challenge who you think you are to become who you are meant to be. Because if you do the same thing and repeat the same behavior, it's not keeping you authentic. It's keeping you small. Are you all following me here? <laughs> when you keep doing the same things, it just becomes comfortable. It's not authentic. Over time, your brain might trick you into thinking, oh, well, I guess this is just the authentic you because it's just who you are being in the world right now. It's just you doing the things you're doing. But it's not. It might just be you playing small. So don't let a decision or an action that initially feels inauthentic be an excuse for you to avoid growth. Whatever you initially label as authentic or inauthentic, right? Whatever you might label that, 
it might actually be the thing that you label as inauthentic at first. It might be your own fear in disguise, fear of your own evolution, fear of your own success. Like what if you actually do step into your power and live the life of your dreams and blow your own mind? So what you initially label something as inauthentic might be your fear of your own power. What your brain initially labels as inauthentic is probably the exact evolution of your own authenticity. So I think when we can make bold decisions and take big action steps forward in life, those are the moments that allow us to really see who we are. Those moments that feel the most inauthentic at first, those bold actions. So rather than ask yourself, when you're, when you're looking to move forward in your life, when you're looking to share yourself in a bigger way, rather than ask yourself, does it feel authentic and wait until, and just endlessly wait until it feels authentic or, or inspiring, which it's not going to, instead of asking yourself the question, does this feel authentic? Ask yourself, who do I want to be? And does this bring me closer to the person I want to become? Who do I want to be? And does this bring me closer to the person I want to become? So I want to leave you with this consideration. What if, what if the the growth and the discomfort and the nudge that you're getting to show up in a different way in your life, what if what you're experiencing is not inauthentic? It's just the evolution of your authenticity. You're just emerging into a greater version of yourself. That whole process is going to feel inauthentic for a good portion of time. It's going to feel uncomfortable, but it's necessary to go through it if you want to be an example of what's possible, if you want to show up to life in the fullest, if you want to see what you're truly capable of. So don't let who you are now hold you back from becoming who you're meant to be. Lean into the moments that don't feel authentic at first. You're just growing. Allow it to happen. You're just learning to be at home with yourself in a way that you've never experienced before. All right, that's what I got on this episode on false authenticity. Before you go, I'm gonna include a story from one of our students in the academy so you can hear how they reach success as a coach and also take their advice so that way you become successful as well. So enjoy their story and I'll see you in the next episode. My name is Amal Raisa and um, the moment I discovered coaching and that this is something that I want to do was when I was working with a very challenging student at my school. That's when coaching appeared as my final resort to help him. And it was like a light bulb. And I remember exactly what he said that made me stop and pause. And he said, I never thought of this this way. And I knew right there and then that something really cool is happening right now. Something really profound is happening right now. Being an educator and working in an institution where I felt I was boxed, I felt that coaching gave me the freedom to extend my expertise and reach out to people in a way that my profession um, didn't allow me. It also, uh, coaching gave me uh, control over um, the decision-making, what I wanted to do, my schedule, uh, flexibility. I felt like with flexibility, I could be more creative. I could be uh, more authentic. I wanted to make a difference uh, without the constraints of the institution that I was working in.
it was just trying to follow what I wanted to do, what I felt I was meant to do. And coaching gave me that. As educators, what we have to do or what we're trained to do or told to do is this is the goal of every student. So the goals of students are already um, fixed and presented. And sometimes that really robs students um, from uh, pursuing their dreams, being creative, or finding out who they are and, their, and following their desires and passions. Most of our work, 95% of the work is so the student can get a good grade. And we know that there's more to education than just getting a good grade. Coaching allows us to do that. Coaching allows us to help people reach their potential, be the best version of themselves, and, and celebrate that. And so that I think that's why you may see many educators, you know, entertaining the thought of becoming a coach, because that's the calling of an educator. I needed a sign. I needed answers because this coaching desire that has been in me, I, I did try to fight it for a while. I'm like, no, I need to stay with what I'm doing. It's okay. I'm going through a phase or something, you know, and, and it just, I couldn't shake it off that there was something wrong. I, I stumbled upon Frank's podcast and that was it. That was the deciding point that I need to contact Frank. So there's so many things that I like about the Academy. Um, first I could talk about is the material. So when Frank sent me the materials, which was uh, shocking to me that he would send them overseas to Abu Dhabi where I work and reside right now. So that was amazing. I didn't expect that, but it was like, oh, you're going to send me the materials. You mean it's not online or something I have to get on my own? And he was like, no, uh, give me your address. We will get it out right now. But when I saw the, now, when I saw the material, the way as an educator, I look at things like the language, how it's presented, how easy it was to read and understand. Uh, the organization of the material was just phenomenal. I felt like it spoke to multiple types of learners. And that's a lot of, that's, those are things that we pay attention as educators. Um, but to my surprise, even though when I attended module one and module two, not only did that material, you know, spoke to multiple types of learners, even the way Frank presented the material and the pacing and the modeling spoke to multiple types of learners. So it doesn't matter what type of learner you are or what pace you're at or what level you're at, the material, the way it's organized, the way it's presented and the way it's modeled really speaks to all people and anyone and everyone can benefit and learn. The Academy stretched me. I've been pushed out of my comfort zone in a very positive way where I am in a safe environment to grow, to learn and to just discover things about myself and skills and confidence that, although I knew I had all those things, but it took it to a different level. And, and that's something I will always, you know, value and cherish. You know, when, when any person, you know, embarks on something really new, I mean, there's always going to be some, you know, may, some insecurities that might surface, some doubts, some hesitations. And definitely I had some of those when um, I considered the academy. The most obvious was um, two things that come to mind is the financial uh, aspect and also having a job. And then I thought to myself, you know, I can come up with 101 excuses not to do this, but I just needed to come up with one reason to do it. And that had to break, you know, break the ball, break the bank, as they say, and just move forward. You know, I felt like all my life that things, even though I've chosen my degree and I've gotten that and all that, but I always felt like somebody had a say, somebody had a finger in, it, in that decision-making. And joining the Academy was for the first time I felt my decision, no influences, but myself.
and I'm putting myself first. And it made me even think that I don't want to live a life of regrets or what if, should have, did I, you know, all these ifs and buts. And, but sometimes you don't realize that until you plunge, you take the plunge and you step. So that is the most difficult step to take is take the plunge first. And then, then you realize that you're living a life with no regrets and you're actually doing something for yourself. Uh, at this moment, I have two paying clients and it's been great. And as a coach in training and due to the material in the program that I'm in, that is laid out everything so clear for me, step-by-step step to follow, I was able to get those two paid clients and they are loving every minute of it and continue to renew and sign up for more sessions with me. I really, really contribute that a great deal to the academy, the training that I've gotten, the material that is well laid out and clear. It's just really remarkable. I can see that there's potential for me to work with administrators, to work with leaders in educational communities, to help um, bring staff and collaboration to the highest level to serve students the best that they can. What makes this academy stand out in comparison to others is that it doesn't just, this academy just doesn't give you the information and train you. They take you as far as you need to go to build your own business. It doesn't stop there. That's important. Um, it is very challenging for anyone at any level to say, okay, I've done the training. How do I get a client? The academy is there to tell you, okay, now that I got a client, how do I organize my finances? Uh, how do I find my niche? The academy is there for you. And I like that, that you're not left hanging alone. What I would say to prospective students is take it from someone who's been there, who's tried it. You will not regret it. You will walk away with an experience that you've never had before. You will see things in a different light and you have nothing to lose. Go for it. Hey, would you like access to powerful coaching tools you can use on yourself and clients right away? For being a listener of the podcast, I'm giving you a VIP guest pass to get a sneak peek into my coach training program. Inside, you'll learn our coach's secret tool they use to transform their clients' lives. And you'll also get a training on how to launch a coaching business. Just head over to www.thrivingcoachacademy.com slash VIP to get started. I'll see you on the inside.